A man was fined for sitting in a car while his roommate had noisy sex. There's a movie that you will never see because it's going to be released in the year 2115. It's called A Hundred Years. A Colorado prison escapee was caught after nearly 50 years on the run. Oh, in a bonus segment, a guacamole maker explodes, killing a former mayor. These are the weird stories for Wednesday. I'm your host, Weird AF News. This is the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm in a closet in Los Angeles. Where are you? A man has been fined for sitting in his car while his roommate had noisy sex. The police issued 202 fines to Victorians caught breaching the COVID-19 restrictions in the past 24 hours in Australia, including a man who told the police he was trying to escape his housemate's noisy bedroom antics and another who was visiting a friend to practice his DJ skills. <laughs> can you imagine? Now, on the one hand, I can see like saying, you know what, I had to get out of the house because it's very loud and, and it's crazy in there. And I'm just going to sit in my car for a little while. I'm, I'm distancing. To go to your friend's house to practice your DJ skills? That's not essential services. That's not. <laughs> the world doesn't need another DJ. All right. You need a better excuse than that. If you were like, I'm going to go kill my friend who's a DJ. I'd be like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. We don't. <laughs> we could we could use one less DJ, actually. Uh, of the total people fined, 33 were penalized for failing to wear a face mask. Eight people were caught at vehicle checkpoints. And 70 for breaching curfew in metropolitan Melbourne. Oh, they're taking it very seriously down there. In one instance, police said they found a man sitting in his car at a car park more than five kilometers from his home on Sunday. When asked for his reason to be there, he told the police his, his housemate's intimate partner was over and the couple was being a little too loud in the bedroom. So he left the house to get peace and quiet. Well, you didn't need to drive five kilometers away to get peace and quiet. You could have just went down and sat in your car. I mean, you, you, sh you don't really need to drive around to get the peace and quiet. Although, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe his whole neighborhood's noisy. Maybe everybody in his neighborhood is getting their romp on, and he decided to drive to the woods. Police also attended a property in Melbourne overnight where they located a man who was away from his home. He said he was there to practice his DJ skills. <laughs> Both of these men were fined. Guess how much they were fined? Do be be do wanna do do do. You'll never believe how much it is. Do be la la do da. $1,652. Wow, that's unbelievable. In the past 24 hours, the police checked 18,000 cars at vehicle checkpoints and conducted 4,500 spot checks on people at their homes, businesses, and public places. This is, they're really on top of it, clearly. Other examples of those being fined in the past 24 hours include three people who were apprehended after a video emerged of them filming themselves getting takeout food. Uh, a man and a woman who told the police they were walking to shops in Meadow Heights to buy a drink. Multiple people attending convenience stores in the metropolitan Melbourne area to purchase food, cigarettes, or milk after 8 p.m., which is the curfew. Stage 4 restrictions are in place for people living in metropolitan Melbourne. Under the restrictions, a curfew is enforced between 8 p.m. and 5 a.m. That means you can't be going to get your DJ lessons. In addition, outside of those hours, the residents are only permitted to leave home for one of four reasons. Shopping for food or essential items. Exercise for one hour per day. Permitted work. And to go be a DJ. I'm kidding. Um, 
People are allowed to leave their home for compassionate reasons, including caregiving and to seek medical treatment. Regional Victoria remains in stage three lockdown. Victoria has recorded 330. Ah, we don't need to hear all the cases um, and all the issues. Uh, you get it, though. I mean, these countries are really exercising some strict protocol because they take it very seriously. Uh, unfortunately for us in the United States, uh, we have too many different governors who want to try different things in their in their state. And so we have very different outcomes all over the place. You can't easily restrict the Americans or give them curfews, though. It would be the end of it. <laughs> it would be rioting in the streets. Because look, man, I need to get a bubble tea, okay, every day. That's how I stay in my happy place. And you can't tell me otherwise. There's a movie going to be released in the year 2115 entitled 100 Years, the movie you will never see. John Malkovich, the actor, filmed a movie that was directed by Robert Rodriguez that won't be seen until the year 2115. It's called 100 Years, the Movie You Will Never See. The physical film will be displayed but not shown at the Cannes Film Festival where it will be showcased in a special safe in the Louis the Thirteenth suite members club. <laughs> you know, whenever I see these Roman numerals, it takes me a while to figure it out. I'm like, Louis the uh, X is 10, 1, 1, 1. I would, oh, geez, there's a V in there. Oh, my goodness. There's an upside down V. Uh, the Louis the 13th Sweet Members Club. Uh, the safe was designed to open automatically in 100 years to ensure that it remains secure until its official premiere, November 18th, 2115. 100 Years, the movie is an intriguing project that envisions Earth. 100 years from now, and was inspired by the century of careful craftsmanship it takes to create each decanter of Louis XIII cognac. Uh, I guess this is sponsored by a cognac? This is, is this a commercial for cognac, or did you really make a movie? There's a quote from Louis XIII global director. Uh, I can't pronounce this person's name. You can imagine the fancy name that you would have if you're the director of Louis XIII cognac. And you probably have an accent that's like, we wanted a safe box that could be opened like never before, with nothing else but time. Once the door is shut, the countdown begins, and there is no way of opening it until the 100-year countdown is complete. November 18th, 2115. John Malkovich had previously spoken about his work on the film, stating, there were several options when the project was first presented of what the future would be. An incredibly high-tech, beyond-computerized version of the, of the world, a post-Chernobyl, back-to-nature, semi-collapsed civilization, and then there was a retro future, which was how the future was imagined in science fiction of the 40s and 50s. Robert Rodriguez told IndieWire that he had never done anything like this. I was intrigued by the whole concept of working on a film that would be Locked away for a hundred years. They even gave me silver tickets for my descendants to be at the premiere in Cognac in 2115. How cool is that? What John and I wanted it to be was a work of timeless art that can be enjoyed in 100 years. I'm very proud of it, even if only my great-grandkids and hopefully my clone will be around to watch it. <laughs> he thinks he'll have a clone. Oh, very ambitious. 
they've released a trailer, but I watched it. It doesn't really show you like what what's the movie about at all, really. Not at all. Uh, pretty lame trailer, actually. It's clearly like a Blade Runner of some sort, I imagine. It's a post-futuristic world that doesn't look... Uh... Yeah. Anyways, you can imagine. None of us will be alive, though, to see this. So hopefully, although unless they um, cryogenically freeze us, and then we happen to be allow- around in 2115, then we can watch this crappy movie. <laughs> you know, technically, there is somebody alive right now who who could watch this. So, you know, you they call it the movie you will never see, but they don't know who's reading this article. It could be someone who just learned how to read just now, maybe like a f- six-year-old, who could watch it in 100 years. So I think this is like kind of false advertising. A Colorado prison escapee was caught after nearly 50 years on the run. Nuts! A man who escapes from a Colorado prison in 1974 was found living under an alias in a small town in northern New Mexico after the Denver police officer that he shot decades ago helped track him down. Louis Archuleta, age 77, also known as Larry Pusateri, was arrested last week in Española, New Mexico, where he had been living under the name Ramon Montoya for about 40 years. Huh. Archuleta was accused in 1971 of shooting Denver police officer Darrell Cincuenta, who had pulled over Archuleta to check his ID. When Cincuenta tried to check for weapons, the two fought, and Cincuenta was shot in the stomach. A jury in 1973 convicted Archuleta of assault with a deadly weapon. He, uh, Obviously, escaped prison. Cinquanta, who since retired from the police force and started his own private investigation company, never stopped making phone calls, never stopped knocking on doors in the hopes of tracking down Archuleta someday. Well, his search paid off recently when a tipster called him. Here's a quote from him. I got a phone call from an individual, and this person says, I thought about it, and I'm going to tell you where the guy is who shot you. Of course, I was skeptical. 46 years later, and out of the clear blue, I get this phone call. Why wouldn't I be skeptical? Well, this person gives me his address and his alias and other facts that mean nothing at the time. You know, such as, you know, he likes tuna fish sandwiches and he, you know, he's a big fan of the Golden State Nuggets. (laughs) No, it doesn't say that. I'm just making that up. A federal court in Colorado issued a new arrest warrant. Arrest warrant? An arrest warrant involving the prison escape and Archuleta was arrested in this small town about 20 miles north of Santa Fe, New Mexico. He's being represented by the Office of the Federal Public Defender, which didn't respond to a phone message seeking comment on Archuleta's behalf. Uh, FBI Special Agent in Denver Michael Schneider said, The arrest should send a clear signal to violent offenders everywhere. The FBI will find you, no matter how long it takes or how far you run, and we will bring you to justice. Cinquanta hopes to visit Archuleta when he is back in custody in Colorado. Yeah, you know, I would love to sit down and talk to him. He may or may not want to talk to me. Who knows? Yeah, he probably doesn't want to talk to you, bro. <laughs> he probably doesn't want to see you again, is my guess. A guacamole maker exploded, killing a former mayor and injuring others. A high-pressure food processor being tested to make guacamole exploded in upstate New York. Goodness. It killed a former mayor, injuring people, this guacamole maker. They're potent. I had no idea these guacamole makers were so explosive. 
former Rensselaer Mayor Joseph Cap, age 67, unfortunately was died of injuries from the blast of the guacamole maker. Two other people suffered less serious injuries from the guacamole maker. They were admitted for treatment at the hospital. The fatal explosion of this guacamole maker occurred as the food processor was undergoing tests to assess its viability for manufacturing guacamole. Oh, goodness. They didn't even know if it was ready to make guacamole. They were just testing it to see if it made guac. They're like, turn on the guac maker. And then, bam. Unbelievable. It's unclear what caused the blast. But fire crews do not believe the incident was suspicious. <laughs> they don't think somebody rigged the guacamole maker? That'd be a strange crime. Yeah, man. So I, I know of a place. Okay, they're going to make... They got a... They got something that they think might be a guacamole maker. <laughs> well, I'll show them. It ain't going to make nothing. No guacamole if I have something to do with it. I am against guacamole, okay? It's way too expensive. I'm sick of it. Why should I be paying 5 to $10 for 8 ounces of guacamole at the supermarket? By the way, once you open it one time and use it, you got to use the whole damn thing. You put the cap back on, put it in there, even covered, it still goes brown. That's a lot of money I've wasted thrown down the drain over guacamole. It's difficult to make yourself, Okay. I buy a bunch of those avocados. I get six of them home. Only three of them are good. And I have no idea how to buy them when they're all good. You know, one of them's ripe today. One's ripe tomorrow. One's already ripe when I bought it. Two of them just for whatever reason decide to skip the whole ripening process altogether and go right to black. Yeah, I'm against guacamole. So I'm going to fix that guacamole, make it with dynamite, and we'll see what happens. Woo! That was a mouthful. And uh, no one really said that. That's just in my imagination. Uh, I'll tell you, at the end of the day, though, it's it's uh, when you're killed by a guacamole maker. I mean, you got to kind of giggle about it, right? I mean, if I'm going to go out, yeah, you know, guacamole was, is a good way. If I drowned in guacamole, too, that's that's pretty cool. And costly. Weird news is better than booze. You better believe it. I'm your host of the news. What's up? This is Jonesy. I want to give shout outs. Yes, that's right. Shout outs. I want to give a shout out to Devin in Portland. He wrote me a message on Instagram. Hey, Jonesy, Weird AF News rounds up my daily news feed on my Google Home. Nice way to cap an otherwise grim news feed. It took a couple weeks, but your show grew on me, and now it's my favorite part of my feed. Has been for at least a year, I think. Well, thank you, Devin. I appreciate you, buddy. Uh, Devin has a really cool Instagram, man. Um, and, so, and I appreciate you reaching out to me and, and giving it a chance, you know. It says, you know, he, he mentioned that it, it took a couple weeks to grow on him. Maybe I'm annoying to people on the first go-round. Like the first pass, you're like, he laughs too much. He sings horribly. This ain't working. Uh, you know, I just want the weird news. Does he have to like weigh in on everything? You know, can he just shut up? Does he have to get angry and go on rants? My goodness, some of his jokes are terrible. Uh, but then, you know, maybe I grow on you a little bit. Also, uh, Lucia or Lucia is uh, one of my listeners from South America. Uh, Lucia's been... Uh, a loyal fan of the show for more than a year. Never miss an episode. She says, because you're really funny and you make my day way much lighter. I like that. I love to be making people's, day, people's days lighter. I never thought that I was doing that. But yes, uh, she's from southern Brazil, by the way. Uh, she, she heard me say that I don't have very many flan, or no fans in South America. She's like, yo, bro, hello, right here. I've been a fan for a year now. I apologize. Uh, I don't have many. In South America. I have a few. I have a few. And they're quite loyal and and wonderful. Wonderful people. One day I'll get down there and uh we'll do a live uh we'll do a live podcast from uh Easter Island and you guys can all meet me there. How about that? You fly there. I'm not, I can't pay for your ticket, I'm sorry. 
we're not really allowed to go to Chile right now, uh, which is the country that has uh, owns the property of Easter Island, apparently. Uh, they won't let anybody in. The borders are closed, I think. Certainly not going to let an American in. No one's letting America in. They're like, you're an American? <laughs> I don't think so, pal. You got COVID on your tie. Uh, yeah. Anyways, that's a stupid rant. Let me get back to uh, back to the lecture at hand. Uh, I want to thank everybody who reached out and called the show, emailed me. You can email me as well, funnyjones at gmail.com. You can reach out to me on Instagram at funnyjones, on Facebook, Comedian Jonesy. And uh, check out the website, weirdafnews.com. It's uh, just about uh, – right now I have like a fake website up there, but it's uh, any day now that there will be the real website. Um, if not, if it's not up already, I think it might be by the time you hear this. Anyways, oh, oh also the Patreon. I always got to pimp out the Patreon. Check out the Patreon. It's a way that you can support the show. Patreon.com slash weirdafnews. You get extra weird content uh, specifically curated by yours truly. And believe me, I know what's weird and what's good. And if you're a weirdo like me, then you'll love what I'm putting up there. Love it. And now tell a friend and I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah.